everyone, and welcome to A Nightmare on Fear Street. A monstrous podcast about all things horror. If you like what you hear today, then you can follow us on all of the usual socials or subscribe to our Patreon for bonus content and merch. You can find all of that by visiting us at allmylinks.com backslash A Nightmare on Fear Street or in our episode descriptions wherever you're listening to this podcast at. All right, everyone, we are back and we are talking about Bram Stoker's Dracula with Brie Tippett. Welcome, Brie. Hi, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm so happy you're here because I remember when I interviewed you, was that this year, last year? When I interviewed you at one time, um, <laughs> I was like, you have to come back to my podcast. Um, and I always been good on that weird threat. Like I do. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. This is my favorite one to be on. <laughs> Yay! I'll take it. Um, I need a win this year. <laughs> but this continues our month. Well, our the rest of our season, actually. This continues our time of Hit Me Baby One More Time, where we're going back to the 90s and we're covering 90s horror movies we wanted to talk about forever. Um, and why not vampires? Why not some Keanu Reeves? Why not someone on a rider? That's all 90s to me. But before we get into all things Dracula, let's get to know Brie a little bit, because this is not her first time on the pod, but as a, but it's the first time on a regular episode. So let's get into the nitty gritty. Number one, we start here with everyone. I know it can be a difficult question, but just be real. What is your favorite scary movie? I feel like it's the same way I felt when Sheree asked me this, where I'm like, like, which genre, which subgenre? Like, it's so tricky. Um, the one that I go back to and rewatch the most lately, I'll go with that one, is It Chapter 2. I just, I'm obsessed with Bill Hader as Richie. <laughs> That's when yes. I had to stop pretending I don't have a crush on Bill Hader, because I'd known for a while, but I was still pretending. I'm like, I don't know. He's just funny, whatever. And I was like, him and Bill Skarsgård just carried this movie on their backs, and I think I'm in love with both of them. What do I do with that? What do I do with that? Bill Hader's hot. I don't care what anybody says. Yes, yeah. He doesn't get enough credit. He's just really quiet and talented and tall and hot and funny. And I'm just like, Mary. I wouldn't wouldn't complain with a few more thirst traps from Mr. Hader. But, you know, we get what we get. I need his PR team to understand the assignment because, like, the rest of us got the memo. Uh, (laughs) And he's not on social media. He just, like, avoids everything. I know. It's another reason why not, because he's not being canceled. He's nowhere right now <laughs> saying anything embarrassing. <laughs> People do too much on social media. I'm like, girl, get a life. Go somewhere. <laughs> I want to know so much less about celebrities. So much less. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's almost hard to even say, like, are they, like, don't you kind of miss the days of the 90s when, like, celebrities were, like, you read about them in tabloids, but it was kind of like, is this real? Is it not? No, now they're like, no, I'm really an yeah. asshole. Like, let me just yeah. tell you straight from my fingertips. Yeah. Like- they're like, I'm going to ruin all your memories of my work. Let me tell you how. <laughs> Joss Whedon. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I'm not upset with anymore. Like, and you're like, okay, well, I didn't know about it when I watched the movie. So, right. you know, it's hard. There's been so many podcasts like, oh, so-and-so does excellent work and it's amazing. I can't wait to see what they do. And I turn off the computer and it's like on Google or on Twitter. So-and-so just tweeted, they hate such and such and they're doing this and they're evil. And I'm just like, why? Why couldn't, why couldn't you do that two hours before? Because I was like, oh, so-and-so's great. So-and-so's amazing. And it's like, it's yes. puppies and also right. breaking news. Um- <laughs> what you learn, what I have learned to do as a millennial 
as an adult millennial is to compartmentalize. <laughs> I can say both things that that version is trash, but I did, I do and did enjoy that movie. And some of the movies I did enjoy, but do not anymore because I compartmentalized my love for them as a teenager and my love for my, how they have grown into today. I'm just assuming everything I say is pre-redacted. That's all I'm doing now because again, I'll be like, so-and-so does amazing work. Breaking news. So-and-so just tried to kill five people in a Walmart. Why was she in a Walmart? We don't know. Right. <laughs> Who are these people? She doesn't know. And I'm just like, but why? Why? But and why? she was live streaming it? Really? Yeah. It's everything online for you to use against them too. Like, it's not like they're hiding it like you guys said. It's just all there. Right. <laughs> and they're using it for attention. Like, I don't... How are tabloids still a thing like Are it's they? just twitter like <laughs> i them? see them when i'm in the grocery store so i don't seen ever see anyone buying them, them. As an <laughs> <laughs> like when i was now they're like <laughs> now they're like look at this aliens it's all about like weird conspiracy theories like you know john lennon's really alive and he's with tupac and biggie and they're gonna release an album and save the world with trump i don't know like <laughs> let's not even let's not even i, I, I want to go back to knowing this <laughs> there was a new one they thought the jfk not jfk jfk jr was still alive and was gonna come and like be with Trump and be da 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 da. It's like, yeah, he can't make this shit up anymore. <laughs> Just after the big countrywide alert system, they were they were gonna yeah. It was along with the zombie one that we were all gonna turn into the zombies if we were vaccinated. <laughs> that was at least an exciting one. I was like, okay, let's see how this turns out. That could be fun. <laughs> listen, listen, you never see a big zombie. You never see. I'm gonna lose so much weight. Listen, like they do listen. nothing but walk. They just they walk did, like all, all that cardio, all that yeah, cardio. No. I love walking and eating. And so I'd make a great zombie. Um, also <laughs> no utilities, <laughs> no responsibilities. Like sign me up. Right. Nice. Yeah. yeah. If the aliens um, won't save us, we'll save ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> but before we go down another rabbit hole, let's go back to Brie. Uh, <laughs> Brie, tell us what's your horror origin story? Like what got you into the, the dark and the spooky and all the goodness that we all love? Oh man. I mean, of course, like goosebumps and universal monsters as a kid. And by about like the fifth grade, I was like, okay, I need something scarier. And I found out about Stephen King. So then I went down that rabbit hole. Um, so nothing as like super exciting, but I think what always drew me to it was, um, I've always been like kind of a shorter girl and like people don't take me seriously. So for me, horror was like this, like, I actually am pretty tough if I can handle this, like, you know, so it was kind of my safe space. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Cool. Uh, so take a second, plug any projects you would like uh, them to our listeners to know about. And then also plug where people could find you. So social medias, websites, uh, letterboxed, uh, whatever you want to say. Whatever you want to put out there in the world. <laughs> um, for social media, I'm on Twitter, Blue Sky, and Instagram. All of them are at Brie Tippett's Art. And I currently still have Darla out there going. You can get it on Invader Comics' website. Um, you can get it from Josh Signed on his website. 
And I have it on my Etsy as well. If you want like a little doodle to go with it as well. I do little Darla doodles. (laughs) (laughs) And it's really good. And it's really fun. I read it digitally. And and then I read the physical copy because I'm a nerd. Um, And so, yeah, yeah. Make sure y'all buy that because you should. (laughs) Yes, yes. Love it, love it, love it. Okay. So we got a lot to talk about. (laughs) Who this movie. The horror epic that we got. Uh, let's get into Bram Stoker's Dracula. Bree, what's one of your first thoughts on this movie? <laughs> I just, the part that really got me was the werewolf sex scene. I'm just going to go right into it. I just, <laughs> you just so jump right in. I, I love that. <laughs> how did, I didn't know Dracula could be a werewolf. We don't explain it later. And also he's like, getting with the girl's friend that he's trying to pursue. So I was just like, I just feel like I have so many questions. <laughs> I, I was like, okay, vampire in the streets, werewolf in the sheets, get that. But also, <laughs> I I think that when you're into a person going through their friend circle, that's that's not the move yeah. that I've ever seen work. <laughs> Listen, Sheree, we saw many a people do this in Warrensburg, Missouri, okay? <laughs> so maybe he's a college fuckboy vampire. Maybe that's what's happening. <laughs> And that's the real story we should have been pursuing. <laughs> yes. I also was like, so is he, but he also turns into rats. So is he just like a shapeshifter? I get like, because those of us like myself who are a love of a werewolf, a vampire movie, uh, we all know that werewolves and vampires, they don't, they don't get along usually. They're usually enemies, right? Yeah. So I was confused by this lore here like what are we going with i i, I just love how quick they moved on like there was no explanation just here you just, go <laughs> right this movie, your brain. that's that's this whole movie's mantra is we did a thing and we're moving on and i'm like but we need to spend time with that and it's like no we're not and i'm like okay mr coppola um i see you want to move on but also i'm stuck on this and my brain won't let me move but, on <laughs> But also, this movie's two hours long. Girl. Like, like, could we have had another 30 minutes? I don't know if I could handle it. Just didn't need to be that long. So I saw this for the first time last night slash this morning because it's two hours, so I broke it up because I have no attention span. <laughs> uh, and I was just like, so much of this could have been shaved. So much of it, so much of it isn't necessary. Um, also, I, I feel like sometimes once a director becomes a name, nobody questions them. And so we have some directors who have done so much and now they just do whatever they want. And people are like, I'll take it because they're who they are. And this is a two hour mess um, with some things that are redeemable, some things that are savable, some things that are likable, but it's kind of just a mess. It's, it feels very much like I forgot to do the assignment, but I'm going to do it anyways in the last minute. Yeah. You have all these actors who can act. I, I love most of this cast, but they're all in different movies. And I'm like, nobody tried to talk to anybody else about anything. Yeah. You have, you have all these cool ideas, but they don't really gel. And you have this, like, it wants to be sexy, but it's not. <laughs> um, it's just not. Like, Winona Ryder doing the weird thing with Van Helsing at the end, where she's like, here's the top of my cleavage. I'm like, this was uncomfortable. Also, he's older <laughs> than your grandfather. And <laughs> he knows better. <laughs> Right. I, okay. So I have lots of things, lots of thoughts about that because A, I was, I was like, this is like an old school horror epic. It's like across a whole country. It's like J.R.R. Tolkien writes a horror film. And like, (laughs) like, like, yeah, I have lots of film references in this one that are really funny. And I'm kind of there for that, but they're also the, the, 
the double-edged sword to that is typically epics are too long, right? Like that's kind of the the idea it's behind an epic. epic. If you're is. not like if you're not an invest like invested in that world, you're just not gonna be there for this. So I'm curious. I would be curious how this, maybe not this film, but like a film like this would translate to like a, a mini series or like a long form, you know, yeah, like a mini series. So, but also, I feel like I love all of these cast members, but I feel like I've seen every single one of them be do better in other films, <laughs> like every across the board, but especially. Keanu, Winona, and Anthony, like hands down. I I feel so bad for everybody because again, they are better <laughs> actors than what they brought. I feel like Sir Anthony Hopkins won because I wanted to be in the movie he was in, which is wild because Gary <laughs> Oldman is our Dracula, but he was in different movies as a different person with a different wig every time. I'm like, you know what, Gary, this is not for you and me. We'll connect on the next movie. But like, what was that <laughs> Adam Sandler movie where? He had the boob. It was like a. It was a devil. Like they're in hell. Little Nikki. Little Nikki. This fam, This Dracula always reminds me of Little Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> I can never like. Maybe that's the movie you thought this was. Well, maybe. No, <laughs> it's such a weird vampire when he puts on that wig. He becomes a different person. I'm like, this feels like something that was written for like Nathan Lane or Robin Williams during like <laughs> the mid '90s. Cause he's just like he's just like creeping around in the castle, being like, "Oh, Keanu," and he's like touching him but not touching him. He's got the girls on him, but he—I'm just like, "What is happening? What is happening?" I am I the problem? Because if I'm the problem, that's fine. <laughs> I just need to know the I'm, problem. I'm just gonna put this out there, and y'all can you can agree if you want to, which you should. But <laughs> especially the first half of this movie, if not the whole movie, but especially the first half—I'm gonna say the whole movie. It is practically begging to be a gay porn parody. And I mean, it should be queer of all sorts. There should be lesbian sex scenes, gay sex scenes, tra- like every everything. It's just begging for that. When he stops those women, he's like, he's mine. I was like, this is... <laughs> It gave me big Monica and Brandy doing The Boy Is Mine. And I was like, oh, if we get a musical number? Um, I, the Boy Is Mine, The Boy Is listen, Mine. Listen, it's more Bram Stoker's Dracula because it was it was going places. And then it was like, oh, yeah. Like, for instance. I was like, where is, you know there's one out there. There, there better be three. Be. Um, but I, <laughs> I was also very confused by Lucy, who was supposedly being tortured and haunted and, like, attacked by vampires and things. Because she just kind of, like, did porn moans the whole movie with, like, one tit out. And I was like, choices. Choices. Listen. <laughs> I listen. love her. <laughs> I did too. movie as well. And I was like, I don't know her movie belongs in this movie because she's doing something different. Because like again, she oh, none of them belong together. It didn't gel. But she just she if she had her own movie, that would have been great. I would watch. Yes. I would watch each of these yes. movies separately, <laughs> but together it's a hot mess. It's like yes. people got- are in the kitchen, just throwing stuff in a bowl. Be like, what's gonna happen? Ooh, flour. Ooh, peanut butter. Ooh, <laughs> licorice. Ooh, it's like stop, stop. Yes. It's too many yes. things. <laughs> I'm gonna hold my full thoughts on Lucy for my hot take, but I needless to say, I, I'm a Lucy Stan account. So there it is. I, again, she 
in the original lore too because like i feel like we've all we're all familiar enough with the original dracula i think that she's interesting but i just the way she was handled here because normally she's handled as women are often written by men and she's kind of like oh no i'm a victim with vapors um and here i'm like we're doing something different but also she is like porn moaning the whole movie she's literally like mina we're friends and this is like, oh I'm like, what are you doing? Are the vampires in the room with you right now? Because, like, I don't understand. Um, and they're trying to save her and do blood transfusions, and she's still moaning. And, I'm like, can we put, like, something on her boob at least while she's moaning? I just, what is this movie, Francis for Coppola? What is this movie? And I'm asking that disrespectfully and respectfully. Like, <laughs> I did like the shadow work in it. I know that's not one of the characters, but the shadows were amazing. Like the whole intro where like one of the shadows gets its own shot as if it's its own person was really cool. But yes. better than some graphic performances. <laughs> if this was the first time I saw most of these actors, I would be like, I don't want to see anything else from any of them. Except for again, Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Who, while he was in a different movie, his movie seemed to be the most fun. Because he was like, I get to be Van Helsing, sign me up. And he got some of the funniest lines. Like, he was like, oh, no, I just want to dig up and cut her head off. And I'm just like, I'm leaning in. I, I want to know more about this character. We can follow him. <laughs> I, yeah, but I want to talk about the opening. Because I also appreciated the theatricality of the opening. Like, the, it felt like shadow puppets. Like, yeah. And it was so, it literally, again, another really weird film reference I'm going to make, especially this opening, like 10 minutes, felt like I was watching, I can't believe I made this connection. I was watching that old, like 1950s or 60s, I don't know when the fuck it was made, and I had, I was forced to watch it as a child, but the fucking Ten Commandments movie, like that's what it, it reminded me the of. Lighting, the lighting. Thank like, you. Oh, yeah, it totally does. <laughs> I wasn't the only one. I was like, this, I feel like I'm going to see the, the oceans or the seas part, and they're going to walk through. And like, Listen. <laughs> it was so theatrical, and then it like stopped being theatrical was the weird thing. Then it just kind of like went on yes. the weird yeah. <laughs> this movie is visually stunning like lucy's outfits the shadows the lighting the the spaces the places um some of the wigs not so much but like it's fun to look at like, like it's, a, it's a feast for the eyes not the buns on the head but everything else <laughs> feast for the eyes but again i'm aware for thursday's live recording listen <laughs> But again, a lot of those things didn't really ever gel either. It's like some people are like steampunk and some people are like classical literature. And some people are like theater. And so like, <laughs> while it's pretty to look at and listen to, it's just like, I don't think anybody ever talked to anybody else during this production. Oh. Yes. Yeah. At all. Yeah. None of it. No, there was no pitch deck. Yeah. There was no lunches. There, were, there was no phone calls like changed like I loved it at the beginning with those like bright reds and then it was like we're gonna go to like grays and blues and neutrals and kind of get kind of boring yeah well and I think okay because like I I agree the aesthetics of this movie are gorgeous they don't all work gel together but I think with the with the the color palette changes I think they were trying to do a like time difference like the reds were more in the like ancient i don't even know the time frame but like the old old one and then the the 
the blues and the stuff were more in the newer tone. Similar, I don't know if anyone has seen the newest version of Little Women, but she did a similar idea to that. Like the flashbacks were all a different kind of color tone to the to the other sections, and that's how you were able to tell them to, the two apart. So I think they were trying to do that. I just, if you're gonna do that, there has to be more than just like it felt very like reds for 20 minutes blues for an hour and a half and then yeah. reds again at the very end like it just felt very pop 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 it has to be yeah. inner woven in between each other there were no smooth transitions exactly. for anything um <laughs> it was like and now something different and it's like okay but no we said something different and i was like i guess i'm just here i'm i'm catching all the vibes um i'm on this tour i've buckled in so i guess i'm just gonna go to the credits and even the credits like the song they used i was like so okay um <laughs> i was like am i being am i on a show like candid camera is that what's happening is this an experiment like <laughs> Maybe it was that it was the 90s. I feel like there's a couple 90s films like that where it's just like not super consistent, just straight vibe. Like maybe they were just going for energy in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, because I, again, you you have this classical tale that you're doing in a weird style and then you like lead into like an Annie Lennox song. Um, and I'm just like, so nothing's going to fit forever. So, okay. Right. Um. I also thought it was funny that Mina marries Keanu Reeves' character and is then like, now I know what I'm feeling for that vampire man. And I'm just like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Poor a Jonathan. bisexual sex scene in the gay porn parody. That's all I'm saying. This movie is begging to be remade into a gay porn. I think it deserves it. And I mean gay of every level. I think it of deserves it. Of every kind. Yes. I would watch that. Uh, and it would be quicker. <laughs> And probably flow better. Listen, <laughs> and the actors who aren't acting are not acting for a purpose, as opposed to just being confused. I felt like yeah. they were like, "This is rehearsal, right?" And it was like, "Oh, you filmed that? Well then." <laughs> Winona Ryder, I love Winona Ryder so much, but that scene where her and Gary Oldman are like in the bed, and she's like hitting him, like I'm like. Where, what what is that like she's such a great actress what was that <laughs> like when i see gary oldman and winona ryder i'm like yeah and then you see what they're doing like, oh because i'm not gonna lie 92 <laughs> keanu was still learning how to act a little bit like we loved him but he was a little shaky still he, he was not our full keanu reeves yet um, but he was very cute and he was trying. So we were letting it happen. And we were like, he'll get there. And he did. We won. Ha ha, people. But like, <laughs> back in this era, this was definitely not the move for him. <laughs> but again, I think that because other actors who were stronger the time than he was were struggling, of course he's going to struggle. Like, I, no one's in the same movie. I just found out that was Monica Bellucci. And I looked at her all day. <laughs> she was not doing Monica Bellucci things. I was like, I don't know who this is. Like, Carrie Elways walked in and I was like, you two? You two in a different movie. Like, so, as so you many. wish. I'll go in your movie, I guess. But like, I <laughs> wish that we could all agree on at least one. Like, yes. I think they just were like, okay, we've got a good cast, a good director. Like, we'll just, it'll happen. It'll just work. You know, that's how it felt. It feels very much like those like 90s Shakespeare movies where there's like, put in every big star we can afford. And nobody was like, concept. 
why are we doing this one? Because they're just like, it's Shakespeare. The people will show up. Nobody's really showing up for Shakespeare. As a recovering theater kid, I, <laughs> I'm happy they're not. <laughs> and so I just need us to be like, we're doing a thing for reasons. How do we make it exciting? And how do we make it actually sexy? Because again, this was not. I wish. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Shrey. I wish that these filmmakers would have said, went into this pro- project and said, okay, this is a known entity. People know Dracula, especially this version of that story, right? What can I do to this story to make it me? And I feel like, I don't know if this was a Coppola decision or a writer decision or a producer decision, because it could be any of the three, right? It felt like, how do we take a literal translation of the book? I will say this. I am fairly familiar with the story of Dracula. I have never read, I've never read the, the book. I, I was a so child when know. I read it, so like... I know enough yes. to know the characters, <laughs> right? The players, right. as you will. <laughs> so I, so it feels like a literal translation that doesn't really add anything to what was that book. And if you want to have that, okay, sure, but just read the book. I, I feel like it is different. Again, I've not read that since I was a child, but I feel like it's different. But it's not doing anything exciting. It's just. A, I feel like he wanted a sexy movie and we didn't get it because at this point in time, he was already an older gentleman. And like a lot of us are not turned on by the same things that older men are turned on by to put that delicately. Um, And so I think that what we needed was like a woman to come in and be like, Hey, we have fucking Keanu Reeves here. We have like Carrie Elways. Carrie Oldman could get it, especially back then as a vampire. Take that wig off. Let's go. Um, But we didn't do that because we don't let women do things like, we just, as a rule, don't have enough women directing vampire things. Like, why we were always excited for Karen Kusama, and then that got snatched while people were snatching things left and right. Because this could have been sexy, at least. And if it had been sexier, then maybe some of the problems would have worked themselves out. Because it's it's trying to be sexy, but it doesn't know how. <laughs> um, and so it's like that sad, it's like that sad couple you see in that show, and they're trying to like seduce each other, but they have never talked about anything. And so she's like, "This is your marriage. This is a depressing show now." And then you're just like buckled in for eight episodes. Yeah, this movie was not sexy. I don't think sexy when I think about this movie. It did not bring sexy back. No, it sexy died this night. And it's got a sexy <laughs> cast, like you said. Even like the the female actors are also like Winona Ryder is gorgeous. Sadie, Sadie Frost. Frost, she was gorgeous, but they were gorgeous. just like just throw her tit out and make her moan, and then we'll figure right. it out. Or do like see through, like the see through, like yeah. pajamas right. and stuff. Like you were getting close, and then it was just like we're gonna segue to something. It always just couldn't focus, and I think that's why it couldn't be sexy. They couldn't focus yeah. on that sexy. <laughs> Even the sirens on Keanu was not sexy, and I'm just like, he's the sexiest man alive that year, and you have like women like nibbling at him, and I'm just like, I'm bored. Ugh. Should I have more Cheerios? So I just I don't know how you fumble the bag this hard. Right. But again, people don't want to question directors who are at a certain level, which is why they're just like, haha, I'm back with a five hour movie, and you're gonna watch it, and people are like, I will. And when I'm like, I'm not, they're like, why not? And I'm like, because it's five hours. And that's <laughs> abuse. That's why. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's a pew. You're gonna make me sit in my apartment for five hours looking at a screen while you meander towards a point you could have made in the first thirty minutes. <laughs> in this economy, like <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, going back to the, the hot cast, like you said, Sheree, Monica Bellucci, like, that's just the way, like... Richard E. Grant, you know I love a British man. Why was <laughs> why were we afraid to be sexy? And again, I think that this is, it's something Listen. that keeps coming up because we keep letting cis, usually white hetero men do things. And when we do that, we leave everybody else out and everybody else knows where the sexy is. Listen, yeah. Richard E. Grant had a better performance in Spice World than he did in this movie. Trent, I had a better performance on the plane yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, also sexier, sexier performance in Spice World. It was like 10 years later, or not 10, again, eight years later. I don't know what happened, because again, this is a cast. This is a cast. We could have done something, whether it's sexy, whether it's heady, whether it's just like a steampunk Dracula, we could have done something and they would have risen to the occasion. And I don't know why either the director and them weren't speaking. <laughs> Or he didn't know how to talk to them or direct them, which again, I think that if you are fumbling the bag with a cast like this, why are you still getting all these budgets and things? Because like this was so much of this movie is just like really, really, it should have been easy. You know, we have vampires. Ooh, um, that's sexy. How? Why are we messing it up like it's Twilight? For who? We have... <laughs> We have this cast. It's amazing. We have these designers that can do all these cool things. And we just never tried. We never put the key in the ignition. We were just like, no, I'm in my car. It'll get me there, right? Uh, I have to give them credit on the prosthetics, though. I do like all the, like, practical effects and stuff. I miss all the prosthetics. They had a really good design. I love prosthetics. And that's one of the (laughs) things that I I, I do like about this movie is, again, the designers were doing stuff. But, like, again, nobody ever talk to anybody to be like let's have a through line let's have a conversation so we can all be on the same page and so you have people just sort yeah. of going rogue and doing good work even if it's not for the same movie and the same goal <laughs> yeah. right. and and what gets me is brie i know we just met but like sheree could tell you i love a vampire movie i love if i picked a monster to be i would be a vampire Easily, hands down, no questions asked. I don't have to think about it. If you say, do you want to be an X, Y, or Z? I'm going to pick vampire every day, all day. I was, I had to pause. Like, I was just like, there was just not a lot here. And so it's, that's sad. Especially for being like one of Hollywood's like a, like golden era directors and a phenomenal cast. I'm just like, what was this? What were y'all doing? To give me a mid movie, I, I, I don't, I don't know a lot about Mr. Ford Coppola. I know that as a child, I saw the Godfather series and I liked it, but I don't know if it's because I was told to like it or not. As often when we were young, we're like, "Well, this is what society says, so I'm doing it." And then after a while, we're like, "Is it good though?" I need to revisit those. Um, and I haven't seen most of his stuff because I went through his Wikipedia today because all I really know about him is he directed this and the Godfathers and he he's a name and he also has like a weird belief in Victor Salva which is disgusting and gross and that's why I'm fighting him <laughs> but again I was really hoping to like this so I wouldn't just be like oh he's with that abuser all the time and he's tricked down some little kids in the 90s I wanted to be like also this movie was good this is not a good movie I think that again it's really pretty to look at I, I'm happy some of my favorite actors got money I love when my actors are making money Uh, but i i don't understand the the reason this movie happened and why it's this way 
And again, I know the 90s were wild. We were all doing things. I've seen Jenny Mnemonic. I've seen a bunch of things in Judge Dredd. Um, I, I know the 90s were a time and a place. <laughs> but this feels, this feels a little bit harder to forgive this misstep. Because again, this is like, you had all the things and you gave us nothing. <laughs> Are y'all ready for the wildest note about this movie? What? How? So I looked at the, the writer, James B. Hart. Are you ready for his resume? Yeah. <laughs> Hook. Did Hook? Brahm Stroper's Dracula. Treasure Island. The Adventure Begins. Muppet Treasure Island. Contact. Jack and the Beanstalk. The Real Story. Tuck Everlasting. Laura Croft Tomb Raider. The Cradle of Life. Sahara. The Last Mimsy. I really <laughs> like Hook. Rush. August Rush. I do like Hook, yeah. <laughs> I do love Hook. It's just like it's he goes from like Hook to Dracula to the Muppets to Tuck Everlasting to Laura Croft. <laughs> what is this writer's he, genre? Like what is this? He seems to be a writer that likes paying rent, and I love that. Um not everybody <laughs> not everybody has a major, they don't have like a specific genre, but he seems to be like a a writer for hire. But he only works about every few years. He's worked 84, 91, 92, 94, 96, 90. Like, it's just like every couple of years. A lot of the movies you listed aren't for me, but they did really well. So, like, he was probably very well compensated. Yeah. And also, like, I feel like if you, I mean, again, people are on strike right now. (laughs) Um, But I feel like if you hand a script off to Francis Ford Coppola, you get to take a few years off. That's true. That is a good point. I think that that is still true, no matter who's not being paid, anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Muppets is like all royalties and all that with Disney and all that. Like they get crazy pay from those things. (laughs) I wish I could be. He went from tits. He went from tits and moaning to Muppets. (laughs) I mean, in the span of three years, we don't know what he originally (laughs) had in plan for his piggy. That's wild. Uh, This movie. I know I talked about the cast a lot, but also Tom Waits was Renfield, and we just as a society need to like sit with that for a second. I actually liked that performance. Like that was another one where if it had its own movie, I'd watch that movie. That was a good one. He was entertaining. I I I loved each of the movies each of the actors were in, but I just wish that they had ever talked to each other. But I feel like Tom Waits is probably my second favorite after Anthony Hopkins because Anthony Hopkins, when Van Helsing walked in to like do the vampire version of an exorcism, I was like, this is where the movie really starts. We could have just started here at this hour mark and <laughs> kept it going. But there was also some weird choices with Anthony. Like when he started dancing with Winona Ryan, I was like, what is going on? What is happening? What he was is having this fun. movie? He was like, I just got knighted. Uh, I'm Van Helsing. <laughs> Let's go. Like- <laughs> I'm probably drunk. As go. you should be on this set, because what is happening? I, I just, I hope Crafty was just like a keg. It's just like, come on, everybody, more wine. That explained it at least. At least you have a reason for why it's all over the place. If you were all drinking, and I can fun. respect that. I I could respect that. I'd be like, so you were all drunk for five months. Okay, that scans. Thank you. Please buy the copy. I'm now willing to buy. What? Right. But yeah, I do, I, just, I do, I will say, I do love how epic 
this movie is. I do love that we try, like, they literally travel across the continent of Europe. Like they are like going from X to Z to Y to ships and trains. And I love that. And I want more horror epics. I just want it to be more focused on like, and tell me a cohesive story. Yes. Because it, it, it suffers from that, it suffers <laughs> from that disease that movies have, especially of that 80s, 90s variety, where they're just like, things are happening, but they're not going to really connect or make sense. So you're going to feel like you missed something and you're going to keep going back, but it's not you, it's us. But we're not going to tell you that. Because I, I kept rewinding to be like, wait, did I miss something? Because we're now, no, I didn't miss anything. That's really the next scene. Oh, that's really the next scene? <laughs> there was a lot of, t- I thought too, because I was kind of, I'm, I'm not going to lie, y'all. I was, like, working on some stuff while watching it and, like, putting my notes in as I watched it. That's what I do. And I was, like, typing. And I looked up, and it was, like, a whole different – I was like, yeah. what? And I rewind. I was like, nope. It just skips. It just goes, boop. Listen, yeah. I would be there with Jonathan and Dracula one minute and then Mina and Dracula one minute. And I was like, are we time hopping? And then Lucy just pops in moaning, and he's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I hope that they gave her so much tea because all that moaning had to do damage. I know it did because she moaned for almost the whole two hours. Literally, she was like, hi, I'm your friend. And then she moaned and then she died. And I was like, I don't understand. Well, they were like trying to make her sexy with the wheezing still, like when she's lying in bed, like wheezing and transforming. And I'm like, how is this where you're really trying to sex it up? Like, she sounds like she's dying. (laughs) It's saying something, Francis. It's saying something. He's like, I like a certain kind of lady. The dying kind. What? What? Let's unpack that, Mr. Coppola. Um, but yeah, I I did like her death dress. Um, I think I thought it was pretty epic and Lady Gaga esque. Yeah. All the costumes. I love they didn't all work together as a group, but all the costumes. Mina's costumes were all gorgeous. Lucy's costumes were all gorgeous. Uh, the costume the costume department was working and hopefully getting paid fingers crossed again yeah. the designs the designs save it because they're such a spectacle even if they don't all go together um, uh, <laughs> they they are all something to behold and so you want a better script for them and you want a better situation for the actors it's one of those movies where you're watching and like i just want to hug everybody involved but like you did the best you could with what you were given like like you do after like you see your friends in a play and they were the best part and you know they it know it, but they fun. can't say it. Like <laughs> it was fun. It was a really yeah. fun time. You did everything so. you could, girl. Like <laughs> you did. Everything. That's my go-to. Yes. That's my go-to. It was fun. No, we'll talk later. But it was fun. I, <laughs> I love a you did everything you could. <laughs> you were amazing. <laughs> um, I don't know these other people, and I don't care to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the scene with the cinema killed me too because i thought it was going to be like this fun enjoyable like takeaway or tie into something but it was more like a fever dream with a wolf and like everybody's scared and then it just all stops and i'm like why are we all stopping all of a sudden like it it just was so crazy I wanted more of that because again, this was a two hour movie. I'm like, we need to spend more time here. Cause I have questions. They're like, moving on. <laughs> so I have a funny story. So Saray, you were talking about how you were, you thought you'd seen this movie, but you hadn't seen it. I completely 
mix, like I put two movies together. Oh. I thought, because I had to look it up too to make sure I had the right title before I said this. I thought this movie was also Dracula 2000. No. <laughs> no. And I was like, when are they going to like the now times? You're waiting for vitamin C to jump on and that would have made nothing make even more sense. Like... <laughs> I just love. I wanted, but I wanted. Uh, what's his name with the Gangsters Paradise? Coolio. Uh, Coolio. <laughs> I, it. I was like, "What's Coolio coming in?" I'm so confused. Listen, but you know what? I actually think that could have made this movie really interesting. Is if you have three components, that would have granted they didn't need any more. But like, we, if it was focused, I think it could have been. Just already a mess. We didn't need yeah. anybody else in here. We needed less. We needed less people. <laughs> I wanted to put some of you need to get off the boat. But now I need like, to watch Dracula like Titanic is the sinking. Some of you got to go. <laughs> like, the iceberg is hit. Please get in the lifeboats. Like, we got to get some of them. Get rid of some of them deck chairs. <laughs> right. Hey, yo, Rose. There's room for Jack on that door. Stop. Like I just. It was... <laughs> I don't. But so now I, I need know, to watch Dracula 2000 to realize the two different movies. Yeah, I have to rewatch. I, I haven't want... watched it in years, so now I have an excuse. <laughs> Maybe that's what we're going to do next year. I'm sure it's not good. Oh, (laughs) vitamin C is there. Again, she gave us our graduation song, but like, was she, was she the harbinger of good movies? (laughs) Oh, I literally have no idea. (laughs) She was not. (laughs) And it's not her fault. She was just, she's a pop star trying to make it in the film. And so it was like, this is what I was offered. And I said, yeah. And like, girl, say no. (laughs) Girl, say no. (laughs) (laughs) You need better management. Listen, um, I just, I, I'm happy I saw this, so I know I hadn't seen it, and <laughs> mark it off the list, right? That's a positive, and we got to. You can now out. truly mark it off the list, and not like mark it off thinking you've seen it when you haven't seen it. And when I find yeah. the movie I thought was this, I look forward to being like, is it, it better? Was it Dracula 2000? It was not Dracula 2000 because I thought Dracula 2000, I would have known that. Like, it was definitely an older Dracula, which I thought was early 90s, but... Because, again, Dracula gets done to death. And so, it could have been anybody's Dracula. And I was like, that's the Bram Stokes one. And it was not. I was just a child who was confused. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful gowns, beautiful dresses. All the way around. All the way around. Beautiful actors. (laughs) This movie could have been real sexy. This movie could, I could have been, instead of this this movie begging to be a gay par- gay porn parody, I could have been begging for this movie to be a gay porn parody. But yet, here we are. <laughs> where, where was the Keanu Reeves shirtless scene? Come on. Listen. It was that easy. Listen. <laughs> I, I just finished all the John Wicks because I've been flying a lot. And because I'm in the air, I have time to watch them because they're long. <laughs> And he's still very hot today as he's playing a version of himself who's also a hitman. I, If you'd pitched that to me, I'd have been like, I don't know if that would work. But it's so lovely because it's just like, thanks, Greg. And I'm like, that's so Keanu as he just murders somebody and then saved a dog. Oh. Um, and so if, if at this riper age, because this movie is like 31 years ago. Is that math? I can't math. It's like 31 uh, years ago. And if, oh he's, if he's still this hot, why couldn't we let him be hot here? But also, I do think that everybody here was in a different movie. Um, and they were all doing different things. And 
your director needs to like help everybody figure it out. And again, I don't know Mr. Coppola. I know I got thoughts about him, um, but I don't know him. So I don't know if he's just like, I don't talk to actors anymore. Or yeah. I, I think that might be what it is, is that Francis at that time, he had gotten so big. He was like, I'm going to focus on the angles of the shots and not like the performances of the actors. And it just went to hell. Because they were all struggling. And again, I've seen them all do so much better in everything else they've ever touched. Like, I grew up wanting to be one on a writer. Like, the reason I thought I was going to be an actor is because she was acting her ass off. And I, Gary Oldman, come on down. Carrie always, I mean, Carrie always sold us on the first saw. Let's be honest. We all showed up because he was there. And then we're like, oh, and it's good? Yay! Like, bonus. Right. And Anthony Hopkins, like so many, see, so many. To see all these actors, all these award winning actors, to just sort of be like, I don't know. He only gave me one word to work with, and that's what I'm going to do. He gave me Moan, so you know where I'll be. <laughs> but like, say, he gave Lucy Moan. Yeah. He gave Mina Look into the Distance Longingly. He, ga- <laughs> <laughs> he gave Keanu Confusion. Oh. Yes. <laughs> he gave Gary Oldman. Uh, sex, Did. like just horny. Yeah. You're a horny old man. Basically, he was like, "You're horny, and you're not good about it." And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> now and I'm a werewolf. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, "Choices are being made." <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, let's get to hot takes. Let's let's get spicier. Let's get spicier. I literally compare this movie to the Ten Commandments. So let's get spicier. Uh, Brie, what is your hot take for this movie? Uh, it doesn't feel so hot after our conversation, but I just, I did not like Keanu Reeves in it. I like, I, I felt like he was giving Bill and Ted every now and then there'd be this like California accent popping through and I'm like, oh, I'm lost. I'm lost. You're not there anymore. <laughs> it's so true because again we in 92 he was not the Keanu we all know and love kids today don't know we we saw the vision and he was cute and nice and we were like we're gonna let this happen and see where it goes but like sometimes it doesn't pay off we have other actors who we were like they'll get it and they never did but he did the work I think it was one of those things is that like I will watch Keanu Reeves do most anything mm-hmm. because I would look at Keanu Reeves do most anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, was he good? Like yeah. I said, I have seen every actor in this movie do a better performance in a different movie. It was like, he was told to be dumb and cute like usual, but then like given a script that didn't match with dumb and cute. And so he was trying well, these be- two different like things. Because he, that character, yeah. Jonathan Harker is not dumb and cute. He is yeah. not, he's seduced, but he's not dumb and cute. I mean, yeah. cute but he's not dumb. He's cute. <laughs> he can be cute. Sorry, Jonathan. He's a little weird, but he's, he's cute. Right? Like, I mean... But he's, the thing is, he's dedicated to Mina. Like, that's the whole point yeah. of his character. It's not that he's, like... But they gave him... He had this whole spacey look. You're right. He, yeah. he like... It was, like... He was dazed and confused the whole time. Oh, yeah. he's funny they were, like, your word is clueless. And he was, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah. he just he looked like, like he was lost. <laughs> I... I would love to see him do a Dracula movie now that he's figured himself out. Because again, he became a better actor. And I love to see that because like, you would like to think that with practice, anybody can become better at anything they're trying to do. 
And he he definitely had his little niche um, back in that day with the Bill and Ted's and the like surfer boys. Um, um, and he, I'm happy he found his way because again, so many actors are just like, well, I'm getting paid now. So why should I try anymore? <laughs> and he was like, no, I'm actually going to like do better and become a good person. <laughs> I'm going to take care of like my cast and my crews. I'm what if, what if celebrity wasn't an evil thing? And I was like, how dare you? Are you single? Um, but that's why I'm always asking him. And I'm, again, this is not his best role. I think that he was, I agree he was miscast, but also everybody was miscast. And so like, I can't even be yeah. <laughs> mad at him for saying out the <laughs> artist. Cause he, he was not at the level of everybody else. Um, so he does stick out the hardest because <laughs> so many reasons. <laughs> so many reasons. I guess that was an excuse. They don't even have an excuse. Like they've been doing it for years. And like, <laughs> I'm like he was right. just a little precious baby. He was a little summer baby. Y'all have been doing this for decades. You should take care of him. You shouldn't ask him to leave set. Tell him to get out of there. Go away. Get out. Like, <laughs> looking at you, Gary Oldman, Anthony Hopkins. What were you doing? Listen, listen. Winona, you didn't go. Hey, Keanu. I think that you should try something different. I mean, to be fair, Winona had been in the business for a minute, but she was also very young. When this movie was made. She had been acting since she was like, what, eight, nine? Well, that's not always a positive thing. No, but she, I mean, she'd already survived Jenny Depp at this point. She's also a woman. She'd already survived Jenny Depp at this point. She's a seasoned professional. That's true. true. Listen. (laughs) Surviving Johnny. Uh, Don't, because that'll be a four part docuseries as well on Netflix. Like, (laughs) I'm surprised it's not already. It needs to be. But like, the incels would riot. (laughs) So, yeah. Sheree, what's your hot take? I have no idea. <laughs> Other than surviving Johnny. I, I went with, this movie doesn't need to be this long, and we have to stop acting like the directors get to overindulge because they have a name. I see it every year. Every year they're like, I don't care if it's nine hours because it's who it is. I'm like, you need to care because if you don't tell them to edit, they never will again. We have to stop. Stop the madness. Yeah. Stop acting like art needs to be eight hours and not accessible. It doesn't need to be. I think had this movie been 30 minutes shorter, I'd have less issues and complaints. <laughs> well, and to stop calling everybody a genius. I feel like that goes to so many directors' heads when we just call everybody a genius. Like mm-hmm. they just are like, oh, I can do anything because I'm a genius. I'm smarter than you all. I can do whatever I want. I'll make it work. You guys just don't get it. Like right. they just kind of go on their own thing. <laughs> Listen, like, I would say maybe nine out of every 10 directors called a genius had a movie that was watchable, but like, they're all like, he's a genius. Um, like for instance, oh my God, um, David Cronenberg's son, Brandon Cronenberg, that's the name I'm looking for. I'm delirious. People, he has two movies and people are like, he's already better than his dad. I'm like, his dad is David Cronenberg. Are you, what is wrong with you? Do you not know film? <laughs> like, and I like his stuff, but it's not the same level. Yeah, I was just gonna say I'm not super familiar with Cronenberg, Daddy Cronenberg, but <laughs> yeah, you can't like absolutely. You have two movies, and like one of them I liked, and one of them I didn't like. So we, we've covered we've covered enough Cronenberg here, though, where you know what he's capable of. We did like The Brood and The right. Fly, like the the ones everybody knows so far. I saw one I liked and one I didn't. You know what? But still, like for them to be like, he's already better than his dad. And it's like, Twitter, you need to turn yourself off. This is why we need this is why we're losing Twitter. This is why Twitter is decaying. Because people have I, the worst takes. <laughs> the movie I didn't like from Daddy, I liked better than the movie I didn't like from Seth. All of David Cronenberg's works are better than that movie that I know you're talking about. We've already covered it, and so we're not gonna beat up on it anymore. But I know all of David Cronenberg's <laughs> movies are better than that movie. 
<laughs> Which yeah. one is it that you don't like? Infinity Pool. I feel like I'm in the dark. Huh? Infinity Pool. Uh, that one, I don't know how I feel about that one either, honestly. <laughs> I, we we liked Possessor well enough. Like, it wasn't a perfect movie, mm-hmm. but we liked it well enough. So we're like, let's see what he does next. And I was like, no, I don't want to see anymore. Like, <laughs> exit stage left, please. <laughs> um, because that's another movie that wanted to be sexy, but it wasn't. And if you have Alexander yeah. Skarsgård, your sexy is sold for you. How do you mess that up? How do you mess well, You have up? Alexander Skarsgård naked on a leash, and I'm, like, bored. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, they didn't execute in the sexy element at all. At all. And Mia Goth, who's also gorgeous, and I'm bored. Yeah. And she was supposed to be crazy, but she didn't feel like crazy. It felt like contained crazy. Like it, yeah. she was limiting herself. She felt like yeah. a distraught housewife. Her, my favorite scene with her was on the car. And I was like, ooh. And then it was over. I was like, oh. And we went back to yeah. them doing too much. Again, I think that it, I think that I'm always pissed on this movie. I don't mean to always piss on this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that Brandon needed to figure out what he wanted to say. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of ideas in that soup. And we lost sight of the things that were obvious and easy while we were getting to whatever he wanted to get to. Because again, yeah. Yeah. if you have Alexander Skarsgård, the sex is soul. So how do you mess up the sexy? Like, that's a choice to be like, no, I'm going to make it unsexy because you're so sexy. And like, why do you hate Joy? Let him be him. <laughs> Literally, put him in a suit, put him yeah. in a robe. I don't care. I've seen him in a cardigan. It's fine. Let him do things. Um, but you're like, yeah. no. And I will say, too, in that same vein of what you said earlier, Sheree, Possessor is not nearly as good as The Fly. So, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the I love Possessor, but it's not The Fly. I, so, like, I don't love her. I, I like her. I, I had a couple well, of notes for I Brandon, not nearly as many as I have for Infinity Pool. Um, but like, she was a better time, and I, I, I still want to read more um, queer people's takes on it because I think that it was fussing mm-hmm. a little bit with gender identity, which is going over my head, obviously. And so I would love to read other people's takes on it. But I think that it was at least more engaging and watchable, and I understood where we were going and why, kind of. Whereas yeah. Infinity Pool was like, I'm being weird because I can. Well, and I love a weird again, movie, but not like I, that. Yeah, I think, again, going back to our our problem with Francis in this movie is that I feel like with Possessor, he felt like he needed to prove something. So therefore, he was trying harder. Whereas with Infinity Pool, he was like, okay, well, I've already established with one movie. Sorry, sir. Uh, I've already established myself. So now I can just throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. And it's like, no, 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 no. And it was such a fascinating concept, but it was like, I kept waiting for it to wrap up at the end and kind of tie some loose ends. And then he's just there in the rain. And I'm like, this did not feel even satisfying in the end. Like, I don't still know what really happened or why, or why you wanted to give this point or. I don't think he knows. (laughs) I don't think he knows. It felt like we were going to do all these cool things because I'm all here for take, talking about people's privilege. I'm all here for talking about like all of the things I thought we were talking about, but then we kind of weren't, maybe. I don't know. And I was like, okay, so excess is bad, yes, but what else? And he's like, excess is bad. Um, and I'm like, okay, we could have gotten what there sooner. You, you could have made a short. Uh, I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> uh, but here we yeah. are watching weird things go down that don't really make sense and are not fun. But also not right. scary, but also not like conversation starters. It's just like, I saw that. You know, like I, yeah. I was in New York this weekend. I saw rats on the streets. I was like, oh no, I saw that. 
That's how I felt watching the <laughs> people. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, back to Dracula. <laughs> My hot take. I alluded to this earlier. In every adaptation, in every incarnation, I have seen this story. I have always found Lucy more interesting than Mina. I think, and, and it's probably says something about me as a person, but whatever. I find that Lucy is more, I want to know more about Lucy. Like I, Mina bores me. I don't know about anybody else, but Mina, I'm like, okay, heterosexuality. She's in love with the, like, I don't know. I just, I'm bored. Mina is much more intro or not Lucy. Lucy's much more interested in like embracing the dark side and like giving in to that and like temptation. I yeah. Anyways, Lucy is better than Mina. They're your standard final girl no. and her friend. And so like that's why it's like one is kind of sexualized for as much as she can be written by a man in that era. And the other one's very repressed and it's like waiting for the patriarchy to tell her what to go what to do. And so basically these two are Sarah Michelle and Jennifer Love Hewitt and I know you last summer. And you're saying what I've been saying since we saw those movies the first time. No. You no. just you just added yourself. Uh, <laughs> you just called her boring. I did you not. Did. I said Mina's boring. Mina is not. And guess who Mina is in this equation? In, the, in your equation, no. sure. No. What are you waiting for? <laughs> what are you waiting for? Why are you trying to bring up old fights, Sheree? Why are you trying to bring up old fights? you open that door. Oh. No, because Lucy, uh, listen, listen. Listen, Lucy. That's the episode title. What? <laughs> I'm not going to get into my differences, but there are differences. I think Lucy was empowering for women because she kind of like got her pick of the boys. She kind of got to flirt with everybody and didn't care. Like I thought that was kind of cool to see. And you also didn't hate her for that either. Like she was allowed to be that way and free, which was really nice as a girl, you know? Yeah. Very Sarah Michelle Gellar in a notion last summer. Very Tatum and Scream. Who does she flirt with? She flirts with one dude. I'm sorry, girl. You're going to have no, to get Because we didn't get the rest of her episode. We didn't get the rest of her movie because, because I thought Jennifer LaFue was the moment. Just because you love Sarah Michelle Gellar does not mean that this. No, no. Sorry. I'm just saying. Sorry. I also love Sarah Michelle Gellar. Helen Shivers but I also love was you. the real final girl. And I want justice for her. I know Kevin Williamson doesn't listen well, to us. But it. please pass the word on if he wants to rewrite it. it. it the, that movie has been made yeah. and it ain't going to happen. In my world, Helen Shivers won. And that's why we had a better sequel. Well, in your world, that could happen. I also, lo- see, listen. Because no, Julie James came back so, for a sequel and was still boring. And I was like, girl, you survived twice I now. I <laughs> have said this multiple times. My last time saying it on this matter. Julie James and Helen Shivers are the most interesting characters in that movie. I wish that Ray had died and Helen had lived. And there was a lesbian love story that could have lived for decades. I wish Julie was interesting. That's the real story. Because if you have a boring final girl, is it really a final girl? I'm the final girl for watching it. Why are we still fighting about this? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, anyways, moving on from this three-year-old fight. (laughs) It'll continue. (laughs) I'm sorry, Bree, that you're having to sit. (laughs) Oh, no, you're good. (laughs) I partway feel like I'm just watching the show. It's awesome. Watching Sheree and I go at it. Um, I so fierce. <laughs> I so fierce. Uh, we haven't had a good one in a minute, so we're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. It was overdue. 
<laughs> okay, so our one of our newest additions to the show is we got to tell us how many drinks out of five are you giving this movie? So, Bree, do you want to go first or do you want one of us to go first? Do you need a minute to think about it? It was out of five, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I honestly am going to give it a two, which I hate doing because I love the cast, but again, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't mesh together well okay. enough for me. I agree. I can see that. I can see that. I was dancing between two and 2.5, but I went with 2.5 because some of the lighting was really cool. <laughs> you Wait, gave well, it two in a shot. It's two in a shot, but it's not a good shot. It's like Malort, you know? I don't want it. I shouldn't do it. It's that well, it's that well whiskey. The kind that burns the whole way down. Like, <laughs> it's like below the bottom shelf. Like, <laughs> I gave it three, which Sheree will tell you that's on par with my scale with where y'all are at. I really liked the practicals. I liked the visuals. I liked what was happening. But yeah, the story just was not happening. It was not there. But there's potential. So that's why I gave it a three. Oh, if you took still photos of it and did a pitch deck with it and then made a movie from that, that would be beautiful. That would be a great film. (laughs) It'd make an amazing calendar. (laughs) Screensavers, um, t-shirts, posters, yeah, great merch, great beautiful gowns, beautiful dresses. <laughs> Agreed. All right, y'all. Well, that is our thoughts on Bram Stoker's Dracula. Again, thank you all for listening. Thank you to Bree for joining Yay. us. This has been fantastic. Thank you guys. I really loved it. <laughs> so fun. Yes. We'll have to have you back sometime. Dracula uh, 2000, a.k.a. Dracula Graduation. Yeah. As we go, go As we go on, we remit. We we'll remit. We don't, pay, we don't want to pay rolls. Yeah, um, that's all we can do. <laughs> <laughs> when vitamin C gives us the right to do her stuff. She might, because she said yes to some movies. So I know why she wouldn't say yes to us. <laughs> I'm going to ask. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bree. Next week, we're going to be covering Idle Hands with Evil Tyrone. So that should be interesting. Another perfect matchup. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that's going to keep us checking along with Hit Me Baby one more time, where we are staying put in the 90s for the rest of the year because it was a great era for horror movies and the WB and music. Yeah. Yes. Hit hit Me Baby one more time, part duh, as we should say. Or strikes back. You remember those Isn't it just oops, I did it again at that point? (laughs) (laughs) Truly. Truly. All right, y'all. Again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Bree. And as always, make sure that you stay fierce out there. Bye.